Jesus Herbert Christ. Piece of fucking shit. Man. I hate PCs. Yeah, I think I think this this uh this this one here has has convinced me to um start recording, just move everything to my Mac and just start working on doing this stuff on my Mac. It's just I'm 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 done. Just uh just uh so you guys know, we've been trying to record this now for probably about an hour now. Um but technology um in the days of Mercury being in retrograde tend to be um what's the proper word i'm looking for fucky oh bitch <laughs> fucky is what i like to say fucky. yeah it's very fucky so we had to jump through some hoops and who knows if you'll even hear this we might be talking to <laughs> we might be just be talking to ourselves right now we just that just might be our life right now and we'll just have to fucking deal with it so um yeah hey Let's let's hope let's hope we get something out of this today because wow, just wow. It's Betty's birthday today. Hey, Betty, happy birthday! So, uh, you were telling me earlier that you were sleeping in. Oh yeah, I slept until like fucking nine. That's nice. If I, if I would have known that uh, our morning would have started like this, I probably would have tried harder to sleep in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's supposed to be fucking hot as balls and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was saying I was cleaning out the garage last week. I started cleaning out the garage last weekend because I knew it was going to get hot. Um, well, and my chances to get it done were running out. Anyway, yeah. um, so I had like a wall of storage bins, like two, three deep. And uh, I just decided, I said, to husband, I said, pull it all down. We'll sort it out into groups, you know. You know, Christmas decorations, Halloween decorations. I'm pretty sure I could go through those, get rid of some shit. You know, here's my whatever, you know, sort my shit. I'll go through it. So you sort your shit, you know? Yeah. And so far. So let's see. We worked on it last weekend. I went through all the holiday shit. All my boxes of, like I said, why do I keep carrying around my Cabbage Patch Kids or some fucking stuffed animals and shit that I had when I was a kid? Because I'm like. I don't have kids that I'm passing it down to. Mm-hmm. The Cabbage Patch Kids aren't worth shit. It's not like they're in a box and original. They don't even have their original clothes on. I've changed their clothes. You know, I played with them. Yeah. Um, so excited to get rid of a lot of it. A lot of the stuffed animals and stuff that I've been carrying around with me, I don't even remember as a child. I just remember them because I've been putting them in box to box when I've been moving. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I don't even yeah. remember. I don't even know if I ever actually have any real memories with this toy. Just, you know, just memories of you lugging it around yeah except for my fucking barbies like all the barbie i had a pretty big barbie collection when i was a kid dream house and all that shit got rid of it all and condensed it all to, into one case right mm-hmm. and that's one thing that i find a hard time to get rid of too and i'm like sure. it's just it's just one case of shit you know there's like three barbies there's like her wardrobe and there's because it was all blow up furniture so i could you oh. know it all fits in there nicely nice. <laughs> I got like a whole one bedroom furnished <laughs> oh nice <laughs> it's like it's hard to get rid of but i decided all right i'm letting go with the cabbage patch kids and the fucking care bears and shit like that i've so i um i went out in the garage and let's see i've got i've got eight storage bins empty wow three of them are like the Big, big ones, like the oversized ones, and the other five are smaller. So it's like, all right, doing pretty good. And then, like, last weekend, I told Josh, I'm like, oh, we're on his days off. I'm like, all right, here's your stuff. It's all like sports shit. Uh, 
you know, baseball cards he's been carrying around, stuff like that. I just like, he's like, well, it's all sports stuff. I'm like, I know, but are you using it? Is it still good? Is any of it brought it away? Is it guard go through it? You know, yeah. it was two bins. Literally, he got rid of one, you know, he pared it down to one and his brother's going to pick up all those baseball cards. He's like, hey, he had like two milk crates full of baseball cards. Wow. That's well, what happened was his brother lives cards. up in Shaver Lake um, in Fresno. It's on the way to like uh, China Peak. Used to be Mount Summit, I think, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a bad fire up there like a year or so ago. And this one kid lost his entire like baseball collection, card collection, which was worth a lot of money. So a lot of people have been donating cards to him and stuff like that. He got enough back to where now he has started a thing where he collects cards and gives them away to like other kids, charity, whatever, you, you know, know. So we're donating. He's, his brother's going to come get all the cards. It's like, I'll are, go take are, are any of these worth anything, you think? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, it, like I said, it's it's so many to go through. I don't know if it's worth going through it. Like I have my I have one little one inch binder of basketball cards from the 90s that I used to collect. Okay, so that, that's easy enough to go through real quick to see if anything's worth anything. Like I have a handful that are autographed, too. OK, so I'm probably I'll keep that one page of like autograph stuff and then maybe like give the rest away or something. Hmm. But anyway, trying to finish that garage this weekend, because like I said, I don't I don't I think it's my last. It's going to get hot. It's going to get hot. so hot. What What's the temperature up there today going to be? Highs of 95 today. Oh, yeah, we're at we're going to be as it says. That it's 90 already, which is kind of insane. Um, Ooh, I'm only at 76. It says it's going to get to 97. So, yeah, fuck this shit. But like next weekend, or as of right now, I'm in the 80s. So it's like, okay, I could still work on it next weekend. But I'm I'm pretty sure I could be done by this weekend. Let's see. Like I said, Uh, I don't think it's hot. Yeah, it looks like today and Sunday 90s. And then it goes, dips back into the 80s. Oh, here we go. Just to make us all feel better. Dad's house. <laughs> Whose house? Is a high of 106 today. Oh, so, oh, good for you. Good for you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow. And his forecast, hundreds all the way through Thursday. And then next weekend, high 90s. And then back into the hundreds. You know those high 90s just going to get into the hundreds by then. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, at that point, it's like it. you're just, it's the same difference. It's like, who are you kidding? Yeah. Same shiz. <laughs> I, should, I guess I should start the timer. We've been talking for like five minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we were, we were talking. It was like eleven when we started. Right, it was ten fifty-seven when you were when you were bitching about how long it's been taking us to get this going. Because I looked at the clock. Oh, okay. So um, five minutes. I'm gonna go through our texts real quick. Backwards to four back uh, newest to oldest because I don't want to scroll that far. <laughs> Yeah, we've been we've been we've been off for a hot second, folks. But, you know, it's just Mother's Day was last weekend and, you know, shit happens. And but let's be honest, y'all, like by the time uh, we get to the week, it's it's hard for us to do this during the week as much as we would love to for one reason or another. It's just hard. So <laughs> you, you just have to deal with our scheduling conflicts and just roll with it just like we do. That's that's basically but what it. we did was we ended up watching an extra. Yeah, uh, we, we were very for you. So we got two reviews. We'll make it up to you. Two reviews yeah, today. Yeah, we extra today. We so extra. So extra, extra pissy. Yeah. F- oh, my God. Uh, fuck you, Mercury and retrograde. I said it out loud. I have been 
trying to hold my tongue for the entire run of this retrograde, just trying to ignore it. Like it's not <laughs> happening. It's not, not, not a thing. I'm just like, just going to ignore the shit out of it. And then just yesterday, just hit the fucking wall and mother fucking shit. God damn it. So this yeah. is cool. You sent me this morning, married with children, animated series in the works with the original cast. It's funny. Cause I didn't read the animated part yet. I'm like, are they doing a reboot? I'm like, Kelly Bundy's like 50. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Christina Applegate. Don't get me wrong. I still think she's great. I love that. She's, uh, fucking they're all still working. Except Bud. But I mean, like, they've all done great for themselves. Oh, yeah. They've had great. Uh, well, maybe not David Faustino. Again, but, sorry, David. But uh, yeah. But everybody else has had a lovely uh, career uh, post of Married with Children. Yeah. I, I was almost thinking I'd kind of like to see where Kelly and Bud, Kelly and Bud are now. Mm hmm. But um, and they're making an animated series, so that's great. And, I'm, and they're, I'm, all, you know, they're all on board. When I first saw that they were bringing it back, at first I was like, oh, but then I thought it was animated. I'm like, oh, that's perfect because so you that can could be keep, funny. Yeah, you can keep everything just in that. How same. it was. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. And it's being written by Family Guy co-executive producer, which not I mean, Seth MacFarlane, but it <laughs> yeah. Not that guy, but okay. We could we could do. I'll take a little married with children original cast and sprinkle a little Family Guy in there. Yeah, okay I'm that. I'm okay. I I I I am okay with them revisiting this this family in an animated version. One hundred percent. I loved that show when it was on. It was a great. Oh, show. me too. I went to a taping of the show once. Did you really? Which I do did. you remember what episode it was? I don't remember what episode. I do remember it was with Jefferson. I do remember uh, Jefferson was there because I got a picture taken with Jefferson. Oh, shit. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Him. Mm -hmm. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tremors actor Fred Ward died. Does that make you yeah. want to watch Tremors? Yeah. yeah that guy does, has done a lot. A lot of shit, though. Yeah. But that's yeah. true. It's like Tremors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is pretty much the first thing you think of. But yeah, that that that's a bummer. Um. Yeah. But this is amazing. My dad sent me this this week. There's a Spinal Tap sequel in the works with the original cast, Rob Reiner, Michael McKeon, uh, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer. It'll be for the 40th fucking anniversary. That's yeah. amazing. And they're I, like, there'll be there'll be probably some rock musicians in it. I'm like, uh, oh, of yeah, of course it will, because they all fucking worship that movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, let's 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 wage right now. What are the chances Dave Grohl is? In this it, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking, too. That's the one person I, I, I go to like instantly is like, all right, Dave Grohl is going to be in this, right? <laughs> I'll be I'll be curious to see if like they're uh, like the take that they have on it. Like, is it going to be like they're going to play up the maybe like last tour kind of shit like the rest of these bands do? Oh, yeah. That'd but be it's funny. been like the, the 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 it'll be like the 20th anniversary of their last tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something stupid, it's right? It's going to be. Yes. Yeah, so good. And again, yeah. makes me want to go watch the original one, which I yeah. haven't seen in forever, but still, I uh, so agree. Fucking good. It, it's been a very long time since I've seen that one. So, and that I, whole I might... thing was pretty much improv. It was like, oh, those guys are amazing. Fucking hilarious. It goes to 11, but, but this one goes to 11. <laughs> I just think about the scene where they get lost, but trying to find the stage or <laughs> a little Stonehenge. <laughs> smell the glove, you know, like she's smelling. No. No, it's not a good idea. I, I, I'm. Can you yeah. imagine those guys in this world today, with everything so fucking sensitive? And oh my god, it's gonna be so funny. Well, hopefully they, they will. They not only go there, but you know, make fun of the fact that 
it's this day and age. <laughs> I think you I'm going to have to go watch the original one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably be watching that. It's got to be cool. on something. I think I have the DVD. Pretty sure I do. I think I do too, but yeah, you can't play them, huh? Um, oh, not without like computer you said or something. Laptop? I have a, I have a like an external one that I can plug oh, yeah. into a laptop if need be. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all fucky. Everything's fucky, y'all. This is cool. Mm. Um, the Cosmopolitan Casino in Las Vegas surprised its more than five thousand employees on Wednesday this week with a five thousand dollar bonus. Just because. Because they had a great year and they wanted to reward everybody and thank them for their service. So they threw a party and surprised everybody and announced that everybody was giving a $5,000 bonus. Which hotel was this again? The Cosmopolitan. That's how you fucking thank your employees and show you appreciate them. Yeah. Hook up your employees. Good on them. Good for you. I, I mean, mean, look, man, it's it's. Uh, it- you know, the service industry can be a thankless job and you work in Vegas, which is probably even more thankless because all you get, all you get is fucking tourists mm-hmm. and the least the place that you work for can do is just be like, hey, you know what, you guys? Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. I mean, like, Something I get like why the service industry has a problem in keeping people. People oh, yeah. Assholes. Nobody wants to deal with them. And they don't get People paid are, enough to deal with yeah. them. Yeah. You don't get paid enough to fucking deal with fucking pieces of shit. People are the worst. They're just the worst. The worst. The worst. They're the fucking worst. Um, I feel like we sent some other stuff. What is there anything else that we sent back and forth? Well, I'm trying to go back. It's like, how far did we go back? <laughs> When's the last time we? <laughs> uh, before Mother's Day. Look at my list. Shit. It was. It was only fourth. Um, rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2022 includes Dolly Parton, Eminem, but better yet, this is the best part. Fucking Lionel Richie, Duran Duran, Eurythmics, Pat Benatar. I like a lot of those bands. Dude, Duran Duran, yay! And you and you're like Lionel Richie, yay! Yeah, Lionel Richie. You know what I'm about to say? He's a musical genius. And I'm like Pat Benatar, yay! I loved her. I still want to be here. (laughs) I always say I wanted to be here when I was a kid. Still do. All day, every day. Eminem. I feel like it's a little early, but you know what else? Whatever. He actually won. I respect it. He actually won by the fan vote. Like him and Dolly, like were the number one and number two vote getters based on fans. I, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to argue it because I respect it and it's bound to happen. So what's what's now or what's fucking, you know, 10 years from now? What's the difference? Right. Um. So at the beginning of this, Miss Dolly Parton originally declined the offer to be inducted, saying that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame wasn't her style and that she felt she hadn't earned the right to be there. Oh, Dolly. Yeah. Um, you're such just just you're just so goddamn delightful. Yeah. Um, but the hall's like, no, we think you do. And then she ended up changing her mind and accepting. Yeah. Shut, shut your right? face and 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 accept it. Yeah. Like to hit. Here you go. <laughs> um. Oh, the whole Dave Chappelle thing happened. Oh, man. The Can't... fact that that guy <sighs> didn't get a felony charge. 
even though his weapon was fake. But it's like, what if it wasn't? I mean, like yeah. the fact that he didn't get a felony charge is just sending a bad message out there. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Keep attacking comedians. It's OK. We're not going to not going to press any charges for it. The best um, Photoshop job I saw, because I'm sure you saw the picture of him like on the gurney with his ass beat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The best Photoshop job I saw was. Um, so there was that uh, the Ghetto Boys album where Bush yeah. with Bill was on the gurney. Yeah. So they put that guy in the um, gurney. That's funny. Yeah. I'm like, fucking just why can't you look, man? It's already hard enough to like think about going out. And then right? having to deal with this kind of bullshit, like right. just can everybody can we like like Rodney once said, <laughs> man, can, can we all just get along? Please. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you heard. So, you know, it was a Dave Dave Chappelle show in L.A. Hollywood Bowl. So a lot of celebrities are there. Fucking Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes were both backstage and it was reported that they both got some licks in on this guy. Good. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm hoping Buster's like there's a big motherfucker right now, too. Oh, dude. Like, I hope I hope like he, they just took him music through. anymore. That's all he's been doing is lifting weights, dude. I just want them to like pass him around like a joint at a concert and just like everybody gets a lick. What? What? Yeah. What? Dumb motherfucker. So he said he did it to bring. Dave said, OK, so Dave showed up at another comedy thing like during the next week or something like that. And he said, yeah. um, I talked to the guy. I asked the security and the cops for the ticket. I said, hold on, let me talk. Can I talk to him for a minute? He goes, I just had to ask him why he did it. And it's like, that's a great fuck. Because I'm sure the rest of his life, he would have been going, why the fuck that guy? You know, good yeah. for him. Going, no fuck. And the guy said, he goes, he was actually just trying to bring a, and a bad way to do it. But he was trying to bring awareness to his grandmother being kicked out of her housing because of um, gentrification. OK, but like you could have there, there could have been a different way to handle that. Yeah, like come in with a sign. <laughs> maybe or, Dave will or, see the sign and address yeah. it or something, or you know, or, yeah, or, or maybe like attack the man. Or, or hey, let's just at the guy on his Instagram and see if he'll like say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. What an idiot! You, I think you muted yourself. I hadn't. I forgot to unmute. I had a, had a cough. Uh, the best news I heard this week so far is that Amber Heard is reportedly uh, her role in Aquaman 2 is less than 10 minutes at this point. <laughs> so so have you been following that whole thing? Yes and no. I don't watch it live, but uh, sometimes I'll read the tidbits and stuff like that. First of all. I just thought she was a I just thought she was a horrible actress to begin with. Okay. Everything I've seen her in. She's like a tree. She might as well be the fucking bad. She's a horrible a fucking actress. A tree. Wow. She's right up there with Kristen Stewart for me. I might even give Kristen Stewart a little bit of an edge on that one. Wow. But um, so I wasn't a fan of her acting in the first place. Okay. And this whole thing back and forth between them. I think is really sad if she made it up as much as you always want to be on the victim side. I guess the story here is who's the real fucking victim because. Right. If she may, I feel really bad for Johnny because he's lost a lot. He's lost a lot from this. I mean, he got fucking replaced in fucking the uh, the Harry Potter, the, these newer Harry oh, Potter yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he lost, straight I'm saying, he's lost some roles. He lost. He fucking lost pirates. They did. You know, they stopped doing pirates and shit. Um, I mean, that, that maybe that's not a bad thing. I don't know. 
Right. <laughs> but it's something he enjoyed doing. Remember, he would yeah. dress up and go to hospitals like that. You know, yeah. visit kids and shit like that, like that character yeah. and stuff. You know, obviously he enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, so the whole thing, I think, is pretty sad. I mean, it's a really a. Who said who, you know, I mean, it's a he it's said, a who, she said, right. It's a he said, she said, who do you really believe? Sadly, so far in this case, it mm-hmm. seems like Johnny's team has brought up more of a case. They brought up a lot of people that were with the couple at the time going, uh, you know, he didn't he wasn't like that. It was her or whatever, you know, and it, yeah. like, it wasn't making her look good. I haven't seen her side bring up anything yet that's made me go, hmm. you know. But his yeah. side sure has. Can they just just call it a day, go their separate ways and just leave each other the fuck alone? And here's the thing to me that has been since day one, even back when they first got the divorce and she was claiming abuse, is that Vanessa Paradis, who's the mother of his daughter, who he was with for like 10 fucking years, was like, uh, I never saw that side of him. Yeah, you're like, th- she's like, that's interesting because I never seen that. Right. And you were with him for 10 fucking years, you know, and it's like you were pretty yeah. much the same situation that she was. So I mean, I look, and also, I mean, you can't discount the fact that like some people are just like oil and vinegar. And, you know, the, this dude might have been with this woman for 10 years. But like when it came to this chick, he was just. Yeah. Oil and vinegar. So I I, I don't know. I, th- I'm sure that. Each side has their own shade of truth. But at the end of the day, I just want it to fucking go away. So, yeah, everybody can go back to their regularly scheduled program. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the whole relationship was a bad idea from first place. It sounds like they were only together for they weren't together for very long. You know, I mean, again, when you look at a past relationship that lasted for 10 fucking years, obviously. Yeah, he has the capability to, you know, to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. think you just you just picked a bad they picked they both picked bad ones because they picked somebody that wasn't good for them. Yeah. And not not and if somebody's good. career got railroaded because of it and because of some bullshit, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I love that, you know, originally she claimed that she, whatever money she got from him, she was going to donate. It was her big thing. And they're all like, mm, you haven't donated shit. Where's, <laughs> the, where's the receipts? You haven't donated shit. Yeah. You you donated it to yourself. That makes him not look good either. <sighs> like I said, wasn't ever really a fan. So yeah, I I was very indifferent about her. I I had no opinion. But like I said, I just never anything I'd seen her in. I just I was like, oh, that's that's her. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucker. <laughs> oh, we went down to that. Uh, roller skating rink thing oh yeah you sent me a snappy snap and you and you did uh you uh, so but you didn't get on skate i did not skate no i still did not skate i'm still going to pt i've I've gone down to once a week i went and saw my orthopedic doctor last week and he said like okay it looks good he's like there's nothing you can't do go ahead and i go i can skate and he goes skating's a problem he goes skating's not the problem falling's a problem (laughs) (laughs) you're like good point but fuck you man and I said, okay. I said, I'm I'm telling myself I'm not gonna skate to like at least do five push-ups because I have to get it. He's like, okay. He goes, like, he goes, do five push-ups against the wall for me right now. And I did him, and he was like, okay. And I'll twerk it and twerk it yeah. and twerk it. You good? Um, Go skate. So physical therapy, we started doing like I might have mentioned this before, like um, like my whole point is just trying to put leaning on that arm now and putting weight on it and stuff like that. So when I get up Ew. and stuff, I 
trying to put more weight and make it 50 50 and 50 50. I'll do planks, but like against the bed, not on the ground mm-hmm. with the bed soft. And then I'll even put a pillow under my arm sometimes. Cause I was looking at my arm in the mirror the other day and I'm like, it's still like bruised a little bit. And I'm oh, like, man, fuck. <laughs> the fuck, man. It's like in January, it's like almost four months ago. I'm kicking my own ass. But I guess I did a pretty good number on it. So I'll say. Anywho, yeah. So we went down to that rink thing last night, and it was about the third of a size of a normal rink. Oh, that 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 thing looked tiny. Like people kept looking like people kept bumping into each other and shit. Yeah. Like basically my friends. So my husband was there. One uh Lacey was there, and then two other girlfriends that were skated derby were there. And basically mm. they were just dodging people all night long that didn't know how to skate. And this one kid kept falling like every quarter lap. <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus. Like, and I'm like, and he stayed out there the whole fucking hour too. <laughs> eating shit the whole time. I mean, he was like six, but there's that goddamn kid on the escalator again. Yeah, I would have been like, uh, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Uh yeah, it was cute. But but the good thing is, is that like so my friend Suzanne from the radio station was DJing the hour. So I was just hanging out there with her and I helped her make her playlist and stuff. Uh-huh. And so one of the girls from the group that put on the event was there too. Of course, talking to Suzanne. And then I got in her ear and I was and and uh, she's like, well, you know, the good thing is, is now we have the numbers to show that there's people coming out and willing to do it. She's like, hopefully we can do it next year. I said, and in a bigger space. She goes, yeah. And I go, here's what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I mean, fuck, there is a Ross and like a Joanne's Fabrics, which is like, you know, like a Michael size store. Oh, I know what it is. Downtown, there was a Ross and a, and a Joanne's next to each other, which are now empty. And it's like, oh. you've got two big ass buildings right there. I said, all you need to do is find a building that's not being used next year, sweep the fucking floor and host a, a rink. And I told her, I said, we know people that are doing it in L.A. I said, we can get you the rentals. We got the music. We got the lights. I said, or I said, during farmer's market, they do every Thursday night down the big street. Right. But then there's those little offside streets that have like entertainment. I said, or host it like all summer long on one of the off streets on farmer's market. She's like, oh, that's a good idea. Hmm. I know, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. She wasn't a bitch. She's very nice. But it's like, yeah, let me get in your ear. Well, see, here's the problem with you being such an idea person is that that's how you get sucked into things. Well, no, 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 no. I'm giving them the idea and telling them how to I, do I'm it. I'm just telling you what your problem was previously because you come up with these uh, grandiose ideas and people are like, oh, shit, then we should just have fucking Chiba help us. And no, then no. You get see, I learned that. that from roller derby and then with the slow roll, which is why I quit the board, remember? So I didn't have oh, to be involved. So now I, remember, I but... just tell Dottie, here's what you need to do. And then Dottie tells them and then they do. I'm like a consultant. But does Dottie know consultants? Does Dottie I, know that you're a, a, a loner, a rebel? Yeah, she knows. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I consider myself a roller skating consultant at this point. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's like I will advise you. I will uh, consult you on what you need to do to make it a great event. And then I can just come participate in it and I will yeah. let everybody know about it and help you advertise. I will be a supporting person from the sidelines. Gracias. Like the very first night uh, the rink was there. There's a girl that went and that I follow on Instagram and she comes out to our events and um, she was posting videos and stuff. And off screen, 
I hear her having a conversation with some lady going, oh, yeah, there's two roller skating groups in town and they have three events and, da, da, da. and this girl's like, oh, I had no idea, blah, blah, blah. So I hit up Dottie the next morning. I'm like, you have a banner down at the rink? She goes, yep. I'm like, OK, cool. Put it in a better spot. <laughs> I said, uh-uh. And when people are there, you just need to point them in the direction of the banner. So then what she did is she made flyers because she goes down to the rink and she's working like as an ambassador, quote unquote, like. Not every day, but more but often enough. than not. Yeah. So she went and got some flyers made and she sent them to me. I'm like, yeah, move this. I go, first of all, put more pictures of skates, put more color. Those eye catching. Move this wording down here. And right under your name, you need to put free roller skating events on the central coast. I go, yeah. and then list your social media and where they could follow you. There you go. Got it. It's like, cool. Because this is like for her, she goes, now what I'm going to get out of this is everybody that comes to my events are going to go, oh, this is so much better <laughs> uh, because it wasn't a shoebox. <laughs> oh, man. Like that was a tight little fit y'all had. Yeah. Like I said, so this group came out and put this flooring down. And when they got there, because I'm like, that place isn't very big. And then when they got there, they realized it wasn't even as big as they thought. Oh, geez. So it was less flooring. And then they only sold like 40 tickets per session. And then the sessions were only an hour. And then they're like, even that was too many people. <laughs> oh man. That's a bummer. So yeah, I mean, it looked it looked like I told Josh and my friend I said it looked like about halfway through like you're bored already. Like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it, especially because he couldn't like I I I would uh, like the short videos that you would send me like he was trying you could tell he was trying to stretch out and do some stuff but he couldn't because yeah. there was just too many too many too many people in a little confined space. Such a small space, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, look, regardless, regardless of, of size and, and that sort of thing, I'm glad that they're putting shit on. But and, and you know what? Maybe it'll get more people into roller skating and more people. It's funny because when we were leaving, the next session was on the rink and there's this older lady, probably older than me, maybe around 60. And she's going along. She's on the railing. She goes, it's not like riding a bike. <laughs> shit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that they even had like the uh, I mean. If it was a bigger spot, it would have made sense. But they had the training like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They had little uh, walkers. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Fucking funny, man. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I know people are like, oh, we're going on this day and we're going on this day. And I'm like, don't expect too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's smooth. That's what I keep saying. I'm like, S-M-O-L. It's smooth. I mean, l- listen, the, the, the good thing is, is that if you would have fallen, um, if you would have gotten on uh, skates and if you would have followed, you would have followed on somebody and you would have been fine. That's true. Josh caught two people as they were falling. Oh, he, man. He goes, oh, I go, oh, you actually caught him? He goes, yeah. yeah. There's one lady. He goes, I got smacked in the chest because oh, she was shit. falling and, you know, flailing. He goes, yeah. well, at least oh, it wasn't oh, in the oh, face. Oh. And then she said, thank you. I'm like, oh, you caught her? He goes, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, I caught Jensen once too. Once one of our friends that went with us. She was trying all kinds of d- different dancey, funky stuff and get landed hey, was she a few the, times. It was pretty was, funny. Was she the one in the disco outfit? Yes, the jean jumper. Yeah, I yeah. Was like, nice, uh, nice uh, outfit. She, you, you she, she came to fucking play. Yeah, her roller derby name was Dirty Old Man. Oh, what? <laughs> Which was so great. It's fucking hilarious. Fucking what the? Because she was like in her twenties at the time and super cute, and her derby name was just Dirty Old Man. So it was like when I would announce, I'd be like, "Dirty, here comes Dirty Old Man." <laughs> dirty. <laughs> That's a, that was her nickname was dirty dirty that's funny it is 
Here comes dirty. Here comes dirty. Dirty. Oh. Dirty old man. Fucking hell. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, man. Oh, well, at least you got out. That's good. Right. Oh, speaking of, how many times did you leave the house this week? Wait. How many times did I leave the house this week? Two. Three. Ooh, really? Yeah, there was one day I had to run out to the pharmacy. Oh, I ran on. I went on my lunch break and I got there and the line was so ridiculously fucking long. And I was like, fuck this shit. And then so I had to go back out later. Ugh. And then to the rink, rink thing. Blurg. How many, oh, how, how many? How many? How many? How many? I can't think. I can't. I can't go far as back last. I don't know. how. I can't think about last week. So we'll play only this week. How many yeah, times no, did we're... you leave the house this week? I want to say zero. You're correct. Oh, yeah. I was going to say you hadn't mentioned. You didn't mention anything. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. Yay, me. I mean, I'm leaving the house today for stuff, but I don't count yet. <laughs> yep. Nope. Don't That's count. Right. You, you did say that. Yep. Uh, no, I don't plan on leaving the house this weekend at all. I get. I need to get that crap. Oh man, it's it's gonna be a busy weekend. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I know it's like a busy weekend of being like today is cool because it's like I got stuff to do. The girls are out doing some things. Uh, we have some friends coming over later. Cool, sweet, awesome. Tomorrow, on the other hand, we got to go to a birthday, a, a rescheduled birthday party on the west side. Uh, why was it rescheduled? COVID. COVID. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, fuck the COVID. I'm going to be um, wearing two condoms and two masks because I'm going indoor, outdoor. It's probably a combination of both, honestly. So. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go. Yeah, I'm just going to go double masked and 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 that sort of thing. And and I'll be the one to ask who they're like, you want a piece of cake? I'm going to take my mask off. Yeah, I still wear it when I'm indoors. I'm still I'm still waiting for someone to ask me why. And I'm just because I hate people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been waiting for that, too. Uh, I feel bad because little home slice. She's I mean, she's so good at it. Like she knows that other kids can, you know, you know, rules at school have been lax and stuff. But she knows like she's rocking her mask. She knows not to pull that thing down unless she's eating or drinking away from people. Like she does like extracurricular things after school. Like she's got a soccer class and a cheer class. And during those things, she wears the fucking mask. But that poor kid, when I put her in the car and it's been a hot day, like her, her cheeks are just rosy red from having to breathe through that thing while trying to do like extracurricular things. No. Yeah, but she's good about it. So. But yeah, luckily, nobody asked questions. I, I, that's I, as much as I'm ready for the fight. I'm glad nobody's like saying nothing. Yeah, I just don't want to get into it. And then it's just going to be like what you know go fuck yourself and all those other words that i like to use and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so i said i wasn't going to buy any more funko pops yeah you did and you said you were actually going to start like getting rid of some and stuff i did i actually in in the in the garage cleaning of doing i've pared some down not as many as i thought but because i'd have like a box full and i'm like well the box isn't full i mean i could fit a couple more in there so all right i'll keep these <laughs> <laughs> I've pulled out maybe like there's two of the album series I don't need 
so those are bigger ones. One's a Black Sabbath ones and one's the uh, ACDC album. And then um, there's a couple little random ones. Like I said, I think I mentioned before, I'm like, there's a Edward Scissorhands. But I think, with Ed, I think I ended up keeping them because I was like, oh, I got room. All right, I'll keep them. Um, because like the seasonal ones, I'm okay. You know, I, I consider him seasonal. He can come mm. out with Halloween or Christmas. He's kind of, I kind of consider Edward Scissorhands a little Christmassy too vibe. Don't you think? It, yeah, cause, I mean, it is snowy. Yeah. It's almost right. like Nightmare Before Christmas that kind of falls under the same kind of jurisdiction. Halloween and Christmas. Anywho, uh, I did order another one. What'd you order? Well, because he was only five bucks and I figured, you know what? I should go ahead and just get this set too. <laughs> oh, man. Because <laughs> they're my favorite. What'd you get? It's Gotta Jason. hold him up a little higher. It's Jason from Us. Well, oh. the, the Us version of Jason, Pluto. It's all creepy with the mask. I didn't realize his name was Pluto. Well, the the underground version. The yeah. underground version all had names. I didn't realize they all had names. I thought because she was red. Oh, oh yeah, that I remember. Right, and then her actual so her husband was Abraham, and the daughter was Ombre, and the little boy is Pluto. <laughs> so creepy. So they make the whole red family, but as far as the other version, they just make. Adelaide, but she's she's pretty good. She's all bloody and she's got the um poker that she's carrying. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to find her. So it's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind having the us set. <laughs> I was, you know, I love that fucking movie. And this one was, was only $5.99. I was thinking about that movie the other day for some weird reason. And I'm like, even if I just have this one with red, I mean, obviously, like he's the most recognizable, I think, from the oh, movie. Yeah. And her. Yeah. So and her creepy voice. Yeah, so creepy fucking little Pluto with the mask. He's dope. Oh, kind of doing his <laughs> head, his head tilty thing. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool if he was a bobble. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> Ooh, Mufasa. Ooh. He's going to go hang out with Red till Halloween, and then they'll come out in the living room. Oh, man. Yay, yeah. Halloween. <laughs> I really should hit up like a Walmart or something and, and look for... um. Under the bed Tupperwares. I need some under under the mm. bed Tupperwares for these Legos of mine. I bought a set, six of them, for fifty something bucks on Amazon. So less than ten bucks a tub. That go under the bed. Yeah, the half size, like the half size of the regular bin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I might have you send that to me because. Uh... So the funny thing is, is they came in two shipments of three. <laughs> What the fuck? And, one, and, and they came from Walmart, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So never mind. I'll just go to fucking Walmart. There's one okay, in Porter yeah. Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Instant gratification. Right. That's true. My seasons don't go anywhere. Yeah. Instant um, gratification. Yeah. Like I said, I started using those for like sheets and blankets and stuff under my bed. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. Yeah. No, I need to find uh, more places to put these legos legos yeah it's getting a little ridiculous what what <laughs> what? what uh well, i mean it's like i'll see a dope set and it'll be like on sale on amazon and how can i not buy it like i bought like this like let me see if i can hold it up and you can see it it's like the uh, wow oh no i caught it i caught it okay it's it's uh Look it's like a bolt well it comes apart because it's it's modular but it's like the part of the Harry Potter like, castle and stuff. Cool. 
So two two sets make that one set, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'll get that. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, I lost a dog head. There he is. No. Because you know it does come with a three headed dog. So the cat's been hanging out more. Like, actually, I, for like all week, week long, she's barely even been in her room. She just hangs out in the living room with us. I was kind of surprised that the videos that you've been sending me lately of either the treats that your husband um, feeds the, the, the three of them, mm-hmm. and they just kind of sit there next to each other, just eating away. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then yesterday, this cat was straight up on your work desk. And I was like, damn, look at this mm-hmm. cat just like, all curious <laughs> about life and shit. Yeah, she's a curious little kitty. Yeah, this week she spent a lot of time in my office because she hasn't really. It's closed up, you know, when I'm not in here. Mm-hmm. And then you know the dog's always in here with me, so she stayed away. So this week she was really exploring my office, and then um, yeah, she'd jump up on my lap and then jump up on my desk. She was like, oh, "What's this? And, <laughs> what's this? What's this?" <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, we started doing this thing, high value rewards when they are all hanging out in the same room together and being nice and no no fighting so we started doing it a couple months ago just to get the cat to come out more often you know yeah, to come up yeah. so when everybody's hanging out in the living room all nice for the evening then about 8 30 or so josh will take a piece of turkey lunch meat mm-hmm. and he'll sit there and divide it amongst them like and so they all sit in a circle a little half circle in front of them on the floor yeah like you said about a foot away from each other and he'll give each a tiny little piece of turkey and then go back and give another you know so they each get about three four little pieces you know mm. he doesn't get one piece at one just one you know what i mean it yeah. takes one piece of lunch meat keeps breaking it up and it's it's, it's pretty yeah. cute because it's like the cat gets little tiny pieces and sometimes it'll be her turn in the rotation and she's still working on it and we're like oh you missed your turn and we'll pass yep <laughs> and bubba's always gets the biggest piece well you know seniority yeah. and all exactly um so yeah so the and then like um I, they get a so they get fed twice and then they get a treat time at 6 30 anyway something my mom started to get the animals to like her and then you know they just expected it all the time so they get a treat time from me and i would start like i would go in the cat's room and give it to her and she'd sit on my lap and now i start doing the living room so i was trying to get her to sit on my lap in the living room and there was one point this week she was she stayed on my lap and then betty jumped up on my lap because that's normally her spot and betty's like what are you doing up here and the cat's like Ugh. And they were both laying there for a little while. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> um, but you, like today, she went back in her room. I was like, okay, she wants some alone time. I get it. I get you it. guys are enjoying yourselves and it's over. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we're constantly like, you know, when Betty gets a little too much with the cat when she wants to play and she's a little much in her face, we're constantly like, Betty, Betty, stop, Betty, stop. You know, yeah. the other day, the kitty's now jumping up on the bed a little bit more often too. And then uh, at nighttime. Well, she comes up, she sneaks in there almost every night and she'll sleep on the bed in the corner of the bed. Uh huh. But now she'll come up during the day like she kind of. OK, so I carry kibble in my pocket for her like I do Betty. So I'll give her treats for. Hey, check Just, this out. You know, here's another bed I put for you over here. I wanted yeah. to check it out, you know, kind of thing. So now she knows I carry kibble in my pocket. So she'll kind of follow me around um, and I can get okay. her to. I'm like, oh, jump up here or jump up here. And she's like, OK, you know, so she was up on the bed and then J- Betty jumped up there and she didn't care that Betty didn't care. She was there. She's looking around for the treats. And then the, I had to tell the cat to be nice because the cat was like, oh, sh- 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 
<laughs> oh like, damn! Hey, she didn't do shit to you. Now, come on. Yeah, let's 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 not be that person starting shit when there ain't shit to be started. But the cat will just like lay there, and she'll roll around on the floor and like and entice Betty to come, and then when Betty gets close, she'll be like, bah, bah, bah. It's like <laughs> um, but I mean, but it's just it's just more in a playful thing. It's not yeah, like her got- claws aren't coming out. Like we, we when they play or when they're you know we're watching for her ears. If she puts her ears back. Like uh-huh. she's scared and hunches down, then that's like you can tell she's scared. Otherwise, and that's bad news bears. Yeah. Okay. Um, or, you know, especially if she hisses and she hasn't hissed at her in a while. She did hiss at her the other day because Betty came up and scared her behind her and she didn't know she like, was. bitch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize she, you were there. Right. Especially if she hisses, it's like, okay, yeah, she's not cool. But otherwise, like they try and make themselves big or they put, put the little ears back or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, she's, like she a, seems, she seems like a pretty chill cat. Yeah. For the most part, um, she likes to do shit like she likes to come in the or about five o'clock in the morning. She start fucking with the vertical blinds. No, to get Josh to wake up to feed them. No, um, or in the middle of the night when she's playing, sometimes you can just hear her running around. No, but we've realized we what we learned is that if we have playtime and play with her, mm-hmm. you know, just like any other any other animal or kid, wear them out before bedtime, then they'll well, sleep and not do well, that shit. One hundred percent. So yeah, so usually before we go to bed, Josh will like um we'll bring out one of her toys, like the ones on a fishing string or a laser, and play with her mm. for a while before we go to bed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the tricks of the trade, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting there. I'm getting there. So oh, oh. damn. Nope. No, we ain't talking about you. Yeah, no. there. Uh. She gets up and she can see like a little face at the below the window. And it's like, no, because you're just going to look for somebody to bark at. So, yeah, no, that's a no for no, Big no, hard, go, bro. Hard no, hard no on that one. No, go, bro. Um, Should we get should we uh, get to these movies? Uh, shit we watch? No, let's let's get to the playlist first, y'all. Cause... Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Um, Let's Goody see. Squad playlist. You can find it on Spotify. Yeah, it's called the Goody Squad playlist. <laughs> That's how uh, I said it. <laughs> let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember where we left off because I don't remember. You you had I hate people last. Mm-hmm. And I think you did the strange fruits last. Or did you? Just oh, I did. I did. Yeah. OK, so then uh, we've added three songs. You've added two. I've added one. OK, uh, so we'll go with mine first. OK, um, and mine is from wet leg. Never heard of them. Never heard of them either. But the other day I was uh, I was like, I want to listen to some alternative shit. I'm not going to put K-Rock on because, you know, they can go fuck themselves because you don't uh, want to hear Sublime. I don't want to hear Sublime or the Chili Peppers, even though it's funny because one of the songs that came up on this playlist was a Chili Pepper song that's brand new. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but not, nah, you know, like I, I'm, I've soured on that station since the whole exodus of uh, the Kevin and Bean show and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um they go fuck themselves. So this one's a, a little, uh, you know, we'll, we'll like to hear it. Here it goes.
like it. You like it? Yeah. Where'd you hear? Where'd you find it? Um, it, you know, uh, I was on Spotify looking through different genres, and they had like, you know, uh, uh it's called Alt Now playlist, and okay. it, they they just kind of put like stuff on there, new stuff. So yeah, like, that's where I found that. I one. liked it. Yeah, me too. I was like. You know, like there was obviously some songs where I was like, yeah, I know I'm going to skip this song, uh, <laughs> you know, but this one I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is different. I like it. I was trying to help Suzanne uh, curate her skate playlist for last night. Right. It was like heroes uh-huh. and villains night. But I was like, mm, that's going to be hard to do because I'm like, you can't just fucking throw anything on. It's got to be skateable, you know, so yeah, keep, keep it in the heroes. The good thing was like we just were going for songs that had good or bad in them. <laughs> Uh, but, um, uh, oh, so I went, to, I'm like, I said, throw Lizzo's new song on there just because it's a banger and just, we were trying to find new stuff. So I went to like the top 50 charts or something like that and listened to the first couple. And it's like, no, no, no. It's like Harry Styles and Bieber. And it's like uh, a lot of bad bunny or something. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah. I That's what the that. kids are listening to y'all. We got a new Dodger this year and. Freddie Friedman, Freddie, something like that. And uh, there's an interview with him where he said he lets his kids, he lets his son pick up his, pick his walkout music every year. He goes, uh, he's like, so what are you walking up this year? He goes, some bad, he goes, bad bunny, I think. <laughs> I don't fucking know. He picked the shit. Right. That's funny. All right. So then you pick, you have two songs on here. Well, I picked um, one and then it reminded and then this other one, they're like, you might like this one. It's like, you're right. I do. <laughs> the, the, they both have the word bitch in the title. Um, they're so, both, they're both in my theme song playlist. So uh, do you want to be, I'm that bitch or smack that bitch? Which one should we start with? <laughs> do, I'm, do, I, do I'm that bitch first. This is, um, DJ David Guetta, but featuring Saweetie. Sounds like a RuPaul song, right? It could be. shit that runs in my head is you know i'm walking down the street oh of it so what is she i i wasn't really sure what she was trying to say she's what i don't know she's that bitch because i knew i thought that lizzo was 100 percent that bitch oh she's 100 percent. it's a that bitch off Ooh, <laughs> shit damn it, it, the the next verse is uh next trailer verses right here right 
Uh, and then when I was listening to that one, they're like, oh, you might like Rico Nasty. I'm like, actually, I do like Rico Nasty. This is one song she put out that I discovered from the uh, a season of Orange is the New Black that also makes me laugh and could be my theme music. It's called Smack a Bitch by Rico Nasty. <laughs> yeah! It just makes me laugh. Yeah! Kenny Beats. Sugar Trap! Don't worry about a bitch who never been in your place. Always moving silence, never question your fate. Always checking on your niggas, gotta make sure they straight. If I'm getting money, then you know we all got a play. Since a baby in a tummy, mama knew I was great. They can play me like a dummy, they know what not to take. Fuck these niggas, cause the money, only thing I'ma chase. Time is precious, that's the only thing I try not to waste. She ain't cause I'm up and you can tell on the face. I've been eating so much, I've been saying my grace. When the times was rough, I would look up and pray. Thank God I ain't have to smack a bitch today. Fucking God, smack a bitch today. Thank God I ain't have to smack a bitch today. Yeah, smack a bitch today. Thank God I ain't have to smack a bitch today. Yeah, whoa, smack a bitch today. Thank God I ain't have to smack a bitch today. Huh? Smack a bitch today. Thank God I ain't have to smack a bitch today. Rolling out OG when I'm smoking my J. All right. Well, she's smacking bitches. That's what I say every day. Thank God I had to smack a bitch today. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, those are good. Those are good additions, I think. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. 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 OK, now should we talk about the movies? Yeah, let's hit that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Uno, two. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Goody Squad, episode 149. I'm Chiba, he's X. Que onda? Uh, we watched The Unforgivable on Netflix starring the delightful Miss Sandra Bullock. Came out in 2021. Directed by Nora Fingshite. Uh, it was based on a 2009 British miniseries. Oh, word? Mm-hmm. It stars Sandra Bullock, Vincent D'Onofrio, who I always D'Onofrio. remember as... Um, what did I say? Egger. The Egger suit. He's always, yeah, he's always Egger suit whenever I see him anything. Suit. It's Egger suit. Um, Richard Thomas, I'm like, it's fucking John Boy! It's John Boy! <laughs> Um, and uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. She busy. Sandra plays. Um, she is a woman who has spent twenty years in jail. Um, Ruth Slater. She's released from prison after serving twenty years for murdering a sheriff who came to evict her and her five-year-old sister. Murder. And I thought it was just going to be a movie about a woman when she gets out of prison and what her life's like, trying to like come back and decide. I don't know which it what which primarily it was. I would say it was. Um, but it definitely has a twist. <laughs> was a, yeah, the sister was raised by an adoptive family. Doesn't really remember Ruth a lot of stuff and the trauma of the event. Um, but she does have some kind of trauma you could tell she gets like flashbacks or something like that um she got oh some yeah. ptsd oh yeah spoilers if we hadn't mentioned there's gonna be spoilers 
Oh man, um, we're at movie review, folks. We will, yeah. you know, come on now. Um. <laughs> so Ruth obviously wants to try and find her sister, and we and you know, um, reconnect. Her, her, yeah, her sister's adopted family is like, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. She don't really remember you. Why do we need to dig shit up? Why are you bringing up old shit? Meanwhile, the family of the sheriff. She went to jail for murdering. Uh, his two sons have now realized that she's been released. One of them wants to stalk her and get revenge for the fact that he grew up without a dad. His younger brother's like, oh, leave it alone, homie. But then, yeah. you know, he gets weird. So he ends he, up stalking he, her. He turns to the dark side. And, and of course, ends up, like, running. Like, he ends up... <laughs> fucking guy man like he's like nah man nah fam i'm not gonna do that like let's leave her alone and then like he catches her brother and his wife doing it and then that just throws him over the edge yeah so now he's down with the plan okay yeah now it's like i'm i i have no fucks given at this point that side story to me was just kind of one obvious and almost like well, obviously, the family's not going to be happy with her getting out. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Oh, oh, we're going to make them sons. Obviously, now they're going to have something against her. Then, yeah. and it wasn't. I mean, like, I get why they needed it to the story, but it almost feel like there wasn't a whole lot of depth to it. I think. I mean, okay. again, it was kind of like obviously. Um, the whole. I mean, I I always liked Sandra. I thought she did good. It was definitely a different role for her. Not cheery, not comedic. Oh, man. Like, she just, I, like, there's a good part of this movie where it didn't even look like her to me. Yeah. I mean, to me, that that's a good actress, you know? Like, yeah. um, And I think she did good. The movie wasn't what I thought. I thought it was a little slow at times. However, the whole point to the story, I think, was uh, it, the story wasn't what we thought because we find out not till like, the end of the movie. You keep getting visions of the incidents that put her in prison. Yeah. Um. The cop, the sheriff walks into her house trying to get her out. They think it's like a hostage situation. The house is, her parents died, so she's raising her sister. Looks like the house got sold from underneath them, and they're trying to evict them, and she doesn't want to leave her house. And the sheriff, who she knows, is like, you know, you can come stay with us, and he kind of tries to sneak into the house, and it, it's set up to where he sneaks in, and they think that she shot him. For coming in the house, but it turns out later that it was the five-year-old sister that actually shot the sheriff, and the girl ends up going to jail and protecting her. Ruth ends up going to jail and protecting her sister. That's so crazy. So yeah, I was like, okay, didn't see, didn't see that. You know me, yeah. I like a plot line that I didn't see coming. Like the whole yeah. brothers wanting revenge, obvious. You know what I mean, yeah, you're obvi. gonna have to have something like that. Yeah. Um, but the fact that the sister is like, okay, and the whole point, what happens and brings them all together is that the brothers wanted revenge they ruth tries to go talk to her sister and ends up her sister's sister her sister's adopted sister finds ruth's number because ruth has been writing her letters the whole time she was in jail and her parents never gave it to her so the adopted sister found ruth's number called her and said hey let's meet told her katie's doing okay she doesn't really remember you she has some trauma she has some incidents she's a piano player she's like hey you can meet her you know you can see her here so the brothers that are stalking and following her assume that this young girl that she met with is the sister or her real sister the one she's trying to connect with so he kidnaps her try and get revenge to get ruth to come you know to wherever he is to try and kill her mm -hmm. you got the wrong kid it ain't her daughter but she still goes to help her anyway out but um, I actually thought that at one point he was just going to shoot her when she yeah. 
when she goes in and she kind of goes over to the girl, unties her and kind of shields her as they're walking out. And yeah. the guy's laying there and she's just, the girl had already walked out and Ruth is just standing there looking at him. I thought he was going to pick up the gun and just shoot her. Yeah, I thought I the kinda, same thing. I thought that's how it was going to end. But it didn't. She came out. He came out. Everybody lived. And then at the end, and she, when she, when the family of the sister was there, including Ruth's real sister and the parents like, oh shit, look, it's her sister. And then I guess she realized who it was and she came over and hugged her. I was like, well, she's going to find out about you now because her real you're, sister just saved your adopted sister. So you're going to yeah. have to tell her. So at this point, like, yeah, <laughs> just it's a reuniting thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it was it was definitely a heavy movie. Um, you know, uh, Ruth was definitely not liked by a lot of people because they thought she was a cop killer. Cop killer. Uh huh. Uh, you know, she comes out and gets a job at a fucking fish you know, prepping place and yeah it could have been a little bit more to me i was i would have been a little bit more interested in an ex-convict struggle trying to adapt into society again really but that's um, i mean it technically was but i don't think it the only thing it touched on it to me was the fact that she thought she was like oh i'm a carpenter i'm gonna go get a job and they're like uh no you're con we don't want you so she had to go to the fish plant then she mm. ends up getting a carpenter job just based on her skills but I'm talking more along the lines of I know people that have been incarcerated for like the length that she did. And they just don't want to be around people. I mean, it's not just the job situation. It's just they just feel totally uncomfortable around people in society. They don't know. I mean, I, you know what I mean? I would have been liked a little bit more of the like real kind psyche, of like what was really going through her head. Like, you know, yeah. you know, um, OK. More than just the getting a job factor kind of thing, because there's a lot more to it. Got it. Um, I mean, I don't think people that have been incarcerated for that long, I don't I, I don't think they really ever do adapt to society. I think they're loners for the rest of their life. I mean, like I said, it's I a long time and they're they're total loners, you know? Yeah, um, it's a long time to be, you know, in that institutionalized. They're, you're yeah. institutionalized. You're used to things a certain way, a certain time, a certain, well, you know, yeah. And told what to do yeah. at what time. And yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Anyway, um, I thought it was good. I thought it was a little slow. Um, like I said, I, I like I give I'm giving Sandra. I like her acting was great. Um, I thought I liked Viola Davis. I liked Edgar Suit. Um, <laughs> John see, Boy did I, a good job. I, um, I see him now, and I think Kingpin. Kingpin from from the from the Marvel the universe. No, oh, oh no, I'm like I'm I'm like. No, no, Bill no. Murray and no, Woody no, 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 which I, I must have. Maybe I had a fever dream, but I could have sworn. I thought I heard somebody say that they were going to make a sequel to that, but maybe it was a no, he'll always be egg or suit to me. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, uh, and, uh, and, a kingpin. And the woman that played his wife that was talking about the egg or suit. She, they were always supposed to be referred to as egg or suit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that resident chick. <laughs> yeah. I see her and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Egger wife. Suit. Egger suit. <laughs> wife of Egger suit. Wife of Egger suit. That's like, so funny. It's like a suit. Oh, do you like, have any uh, sugar water? It was like Egger suit. <laughs> Egger suit. Uh, I love so, that so, so, so what do you uh, what do you give in this one? Um, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two and a half. Okay. 
I mean, like I said, I liked the acting. The story gave me something. I thought it was a little slow. I don't really know that I'd recommend it just because it was like eh, hmm. a little slow. Uh, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. it I mean, slow, I, I don't but think I'll I, go watch it again. You no, know, I'm glad. Why. Like, I'm like, oh, sorry. Bam, bam, bam. Yep. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a bam, bam. Give it a two. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. And then we got a bonus for y'all. Yeah, we got oh, a bonus. So that's for on you. the Netflix if you want to watch it. Yep. So, you know, when you're on Netflix, it's like, you might like this. <laughs> we were just like, will I? Okay. Now, it was called Tread on Netflix. And I don't remember this story, but Josh remembers this story. I vaguely remember the story. I thought it was a story about the guy who stole the tank in San Diego and went on the rampage, you know, taking out cars oh, and all you yep. know, the guy yep. driving down the street. No, I was wrong. This guy made a tank out of a bulldozer and went yep. on a rampage in Colorado. But at least this guy had specific targets. He just wasn't fucking up everybody and their shit. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> so this is called Tread. It's, it's a, a 2019 East- documentary yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. About a welder named Marvin Hemeyer living in Granby, Colorado, moved there after his uh, stint in the service, tried to make a new life for himself, ended up getting into fight with a whole bunch of townspeople who he claimed were there forever, and they had their ways, and they didn't like strangers, and he was just fighting with them for everything. Um, <laughs> ended up selling his business, building a tank, and knocking down everybody's buildings that he was fighting with. <laughs> and then killing himself yeah. before he getting caught. This guy, see, this this thing reminded me of the moving falling down because this guy just kept mm. getting pushed yeah. and pushed True. and pushed and pushed. So like all these people that they're interviewing, you know, they're giving their accounts of the situation. But I'm like, you guys fucking pushed this fucking dude who like at the beginning of the movie just seems like a regular guy, has regular family, wants to just like, you know, ATV with he family came from he ne- he never got married or had kids. Yeah. And what was really interesting to me, which I liked the way this documentary was done, was like the first half or the first third was all mm-hmm. from Marv's point of view because he would record all of his ramblings. Man, Mar- and, and Marv I really like to get drunk and sit in his hot tub <laughs> and I record mean, himself. Well, but the, the, the trippy thing about documentaries is, is is shit like this, where you actually have the account of the individual who the subject is on. And he's just basically, you know, recounting just his frustration with this fucking town and these fucking people that are fucking him. And like, for instance, when he wanted to put in um, uh, water lines or some shit or sewage lines in his property. But like these people were fucking with him. So like he had to like instead of just doing the short thing, they wanted him to go the long way and pay all kinds of fucking money. So they kept pushing this guy. Yeah, this little ass town kept fucking wanting to fuck with this guy. And this guy fucking snapped. And I honestly don't blame him because like he just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed until he was just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> and because he was a welder, took this fucking uh, tractor, you know, just a regular run of the mill tractor, a bulldozer, a big ass bulldozer. It was like a I Industrial mean, he, size, big ass bulldozer. He fucking souped this thing up and it looked like a Sherman tank. Like, yeah. Like they tried to shoot at it. They tried to climb on it. They tried to um, they're like, like, how's he driving? He had cameras set up is how he was driving. Like this thing was impressive. (laughs) Like this, this, like the only way that this thing was going to get stopped 
was the either what happened, which was he got stuck. Or two, like they were going to have to bring in like some like heavy bulldozer bullshit to like combat this bulldozer. They tried to. So here's what I found fascinating about this documentary is like everybody says, most documentaries are one sided. You're getting one side you and you're presented with a side and you're usually on that side of, you know, team that side or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and everybody says that, oh, you know, a documentary, you know, well, you only get one side. It's true. Yeah. So the first like third of this documentary or so we're getting Marv's story from Marv's own mouth from these recordings. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, fuck everybody. Team Marv. Yeah. And then the last half of the movie is everybody else's version. And now you're going. I get that they pushed him, but I and I get how he could have been pushed. But I was like, was Marv kind of crazy? Was Marv kind of, you know, it's like now it's like because Marv had this story like from the day from the moment I walked into town and the day I went to buy my business and this guy was in my face and he didn't like it and blah, 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 blah. And that's who we had this beef with. And then they asked the guy and he's like, I don't even remember meeting the guy that day or I don't even remember that, you know, the one who had supposedly had things done to him. Is always going to be one that remembers the shit or has the detail. Yeah, when you're when you're an asshole to everybody, like they're not going to remember that. You're right. It's it's the it's that one person who you were an asshole to who's just going to be like, the fuck, man. And I'm not saying I don't believe Marv, but I think Marv and one of his friends said it. Marv spent too much time alone in his hot tub. <laughs> Come, you know, just the fact that he came up with this whole idea and he thinks that. Marv said in his own words that he thinks like he was meant to do this. And that was probably the reason why he never got married or had kids. Mm, he was right. meant to do something like this, you know? So I almost think it was kind of a guy who was kind of, you know, not that he was on the edge already, but he was one of those guys that if you, if he were on the edge was not going to pick the right path, you know? Mm. And so, yeah, you took somebody like that and fucked with them. Um, like I said, by the second by the second half, we were kind of questioning Marv going, really? So was Marv really? But, you know, he took his fucking revenge. And like I said, you know, it was crazy. He so he ended up having to sell his building and, and stuff, but he rented out this shed that he's like, well, I still want to keep this part of the property. And they're like, all right, cool. And I can't remember who he rented the business or he sold it to. But basically they would work all day and then he would come in there at night and work on his tank. So they never fucking knew. And he like kept it all hidden and shit. <laughs> and uh, and when he did go out on his rampage, he only went after the people's buildings that he felt had done him wrong. He wasn't just out there, I'm going to fuck everybody up. He specifically well, and, went after the, the buildings and businesses yeah. of people that he felt wronged him. And, and let's not forget, it's not like he went after people. No, he just went after their building. He, he, he went after their property. Their buildings, to their yep. businesses, to their buildings. How he eventually got caught was he went at what was a little... Uh, general store it was a little store or something and they're like one of the guys that was watching it happen goes oh he doesn't know there's a basement there so one of his treads got stuck in the basement yeah. hole and couldn't dig him out yeah he couldn't dig himself out so but marv he, had a plan marv had an end plan yep he wasn't gonna let anybody take him out their way he was taking himself out his way um yeah and he went out look man when 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 you set your mind to something as insane as this then you better be prepared to like yeah finish it right and, and he and, did and he did um interesting that you like i i still feel like i'm team marv like mm -hmm. i still feel like the 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 town should be accountable for small town mentality and it's like here comes the outsider who moves in who's I just trying to were. make a 
just trying to make a life for themselves and and they push this guy to the fucking edge like yeah maybe he was meant to do that but if like this these people never fucked with him and just kind of let him be maybe he wouldn't have yeah it's a matter of being driven to the edge what somebody is going to do once they're there if you don't take them to the edge then maybe they're not going to do they're, they're just going to have a nice little like quiet life right. and live their life and it's move a on. matter of how people handle themselves once they're driven to that point but but <laughs> little little towns fucking little towns think they got big old dicks and 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 oh this is my place this and is I, my property i you do know? feel like some of the times members and stuff when they were telling their side were probably lying or embellishing themselves to make themselves look a little bit better because you didn't have Marv there to tell the aftermath of the story. However, I ended up not believing Marv 100% after I saw everything. I kind of believed Marv like 75% at that point. There were some hmm. things that some of the townspeople brought up that like he could have just done this or he could have done that. And it was like, sure, oh, see, come on, Marv. But he was probably just being pissy at that point. Oh, <laughs> like he's like, Oh, I wrote him a check and they didn't take my check. So I had to go down. And then like the corny counts, like you forgot to sign it or he didn't do something like there was yeah. something like that wasn't what Marv's version of, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was some couple things that popped up that didn't really match Marv's version that I was like, again, I think Marv was an alcoholic. <laughs> I think again, spent a For little bit sure. too much time talking to whoever he thought was ruling this earth in during in his hot tub. <laughs> yeah, there were a few things that he would he would say about like Destin and things like that. Where I'm like, all right, Marv, you're a little um, yeah. you know, pull it back a little bit. Right. But that's why I said I believe Marv, you know, maybe 75, 25. But like I said, what I liked about this documentary is that it really gave you both sides, whether the townspeople were honest on their side or not. Probably not. And who knows? But the fact that it gave you both sides, because a lot of those documentaries don't, you know. Right, right. So I thought that was, I thought I it was I it was interesting. It was good. I liked it. Now I want one on the fucking tank guy. <laughs> oh man, I want on the San Diego tank guy. I want to know his story. I'm sure that there is. If we look hard enough, there's probably mm -hmm. something. So yeah, tread. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Tread. It Netflix. came out in 2019. If you want to hear about Marv Hemeyer. Hemeyer. Yeah, I, I I also enjoyed this. Uh, I was very intrigued, um, especially when I vaguely remember the story, but then yeah. like I don't remember like logistics or how it ended or anything. I mean, I I I pretty much knew that this was only going to end a certain way, right? Right, right. Because obviously we were only hearing Marv's previous version of the story, <laughs> right? His uh, there was no aftermath of Marv's version, right? Marv Marv interviews from prison. Nope. I'm giving it a meow, meow. I'm giving it a two. Yeah. I mean, I like documentaries. It was a fun story. Yeah, I'm gonna give it that. I want to give it an, a meow, meow. but I I would probably tell people to watch this one. It's very intriguing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like that sort of thing. I did yeah. tell dad to watch it. Oh uh, San Diego tank guy. Guy documentary. Oh, I'm like documentary about Killdozer Rampage and on Netflix, which they're just referring to Tread. I was like, oh, Killdozer. That sounds like a fucking Coachella or not That's a, a uh, Ozfest band. <laughs> Killdozer. We're about to watch um, on Hulu. We're going to start that uh, Candy, that new series with uh, Jessica Beale on Hulu. Yeah, that I think it's based on a true story. It looks like Candy killed somebody. It looks like Candy oh. killed the wife of some guy she was having an affair with. Oops. 
Um, we're also watching the fourth season of The Circle on Netflix. We love that stupid show. Yeah, you sent me the uh, you sent me the preview of The Circle, and I watched it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching this. Yeah, here's the funny but, thing. Not, not for me. Well, that's what I thought, too, when the first season came out a long time ago, and I avoided it for a long time. because I'm like, this just sounds dumb. Yeah. And then we watched it and we it's it's a show about where people are um, only interacting with each other, like on a fake social media platform. So you have to figure out there are some people who are catfishing. You have to kind of figure out you don't really have to. If you make it to the end, you win a hundred hundred thousand dollars. You can go in as yourself. You can go in as catfish. You can be whoever you want. Um, the reason this was interesting to us is one, the people that they cast are really good because they're sitting there in an apartment by themselves. So they have to be somewhat entertaining. It's hosted by a comedian and she's pretty funny because she rags on the people and it's the fucking Netflix editing. <laughs> oh man. It sucks you in. But they'll do shit like, let's say they'll be having a group chat and everybody's chatting, but then they'll also like play a game. Like, okay, it's game time. And it's like, They'll ask questions like uh, uh, yearbook questions. Who do you think is the, uh, you know, the most um, most likely to succeed or whatever? But then they're answering anonymously. So hmm. then people are like, like, oh, the shade's coming out, you know? So they'll shade people like when it's not, when they get to hide, you know? It's like, oh, who yeah. do you think is playing the most strategic? Or who do you think is going to win? Or da, 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 you know? And it's like, people are going, oh, fuck, I hope it's not me. So the whole point every week is, <coughs> excuse me, they'll do ratings. And two people get to be the influencers and they get to go decide on somebody to kick out. Hmm. Um, so this, so the funny, like I said, the funny thing is they're all trying to be nice when they're chatting with each other. And then they'll do private chats and messages and stuff like that too. But when it comes to the games and stuff, especially when they're hiding behind the an anonymity, the shade that gets thrown is like, oh, that's good. Because that person you were pretending is your friend or they'll be sitting there writing these messages like, LOL, love you, babe. Ha ha. And then they're writing notes going, that person's totally an asshole. <laughs> oh, geez. Or that person's totally a catfish or whatever. So this season, there's a guy who's playing his mom. He's catfishing because he's playing as his mom. Like he's oh. using a picture of his mom, Carol. And, you know, he's like, he's just playing as her. He goes, I can answer everything about her. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, there was a girl that won last season and she went in as a catfish playing her husband. Like mm. she was like, I just made him write me down a bunch of sports notes in case I got into a sports question, you know, but she ended up winning and she did a good job. Um, so this season, they fucking, um, this one kid, one, uh, one, he got to be influencer, like as a top flu in, next influencer, you get to pick the next player of the game. It's you either want Jared or Travis. And they just showed him these two pictures and profiles. And he's like, well, shit. Okay. Oh, uh, I don't know. And he just picked one like Jared, right? Like here comes Jared, and it was fucking in walks, um, Mel B and um Emma Button from the Spice Girls. They what? were going, they were obsessed with the game. They came in and they were behind the Jared profile as a catfish. So what? they brought those two in, they put them in an apartment. I'm like, I could just watch these two in an apartment all day long. Give me give they need their own goddamn show. Uh. They, were, they were just really fucking cute. Um, but they were playing as this Jared profile. And the only thing they gave him was here's the pictures and he's 27 and he's a children's book author. Go with it. And now you had to make up, they had to write a bio for him. They had to, and every time they talked or played a game or whatever, you have to play as this person. Sure. So like there was one contest where they had to all decorate a cake and then they oh, would show geez. their cakes and everybody voted the best. So it's like, they almost made theirs too cute. It was like, 
you're a 27 year old man, you know, decorate yeah. the cake as a 27 year old guy. Yeah. It was funny because like the guy who's playing Carol, the mom, he made mm. a shitty cake. And one of the girls are like, Carol, are you would have made a better cake. You said you're a fucking baker. So this one chick's like, Carol's totally a catfish, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so the Spice Girls were brought in as a catfish. And then they were told, if you remain undetected, we'll add more money to the pot. But the other players don't know this yet. Mm. So then they got in the game. They were playing as this Jared character for like a day or two. And then they threw a 90s party, right? They'll throw these parties and they'll send these people boxes at their door and they, they're all dancing to the same music where they're still all in their own apartments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were playing the Spice Girls and shit. And then they're like, it's time for you to reveal your secrets. And the Spice Girls come on camera and they're like, we're here. We're playing behind one of the characters. It's up to you to figure out who it is, who we are. But if you do, there's consequences. That's all they said. So they're like, what, what, what? They're like, fuck, we got to figure out who they are. They're like, but nobody's going, well, what are the consequences if we do, you know? So then the next night they all had to vote. Who do you think the Spice Girls, what care, who do you think they're, what player do you think they're behind their catfishing if they, and that's all they said. They didn't tell them what would happen. So they're all trying to figure out who they are, not knowing if they do figure it out, they're going to fuck themselves by not getting more money added to the pot. Mm-hmm. So then the, the, the show ended. We're like, damn it. And they show us the next one. And you see the girls walking down the hall. Because a lot of times whenever a player gets blocked from the circle mm-hmm. and gets booted out, they're like, now you get to go say goodbye to one person in person before you leave. So now you could go like, walk in somebody's house, the person who booted you out, or you could walk in going, I knew you were a catfish. And then that person gets to leave a video before they leave. So everybody else can see. And then they'll be like, don't, don't think everybody's who they think they are. And then they're like, fuck, you're just telling us somebody's catfish. Oh, who'd you go visit last night? And everybody's trying to figure it out and shit. Yeah. So we saw the Spice Girls walking down the hall. We're like, damn, they got booted. They figured them out. But when, but what happened was, is when, again, we'll just play and <laughs> we'll just cut it off. If we want. <laughs> um, they did not get detected. They fooled everybody. And then they told him, you did it. You um, you fooled everybody. And then they revealed to everybody what the prize was because you didn't figure out who they were. You get 50, now it's the prize money is $150,000. But I get it. I take it they were only supposed to be there for a couple of days anyway, not the whole length of the show because they're like, all right, they're going to leave, but they're going to visit one of you on their way out. And everyone's like, oh my God, the fucking Spice Girls could be coming here. Because one of the girls before she even knew Spice Girls was there was talking about she was a fan she was interviewed on the news when she was six years old before one of their concerts and shit like that. Oh, shit. And I thought they were going to, so everybody thought she was the Spice Girls because uh-huh. she was talking about them before they knew that they were in the game. Uh. And then that girl got all sad. She's like, everybody thinks I'm a catfish. Um, and then the Spice Girls themselves were throwing under other people under the bus just to get them off their trail. Like one of the girls happened to write in her bio hashtag that she's sweet and spicy. They're like, look, look at her bio. She says she's spicy, you know? <laughs> So the girl they went to visit was a girl that they thought was a catfish was the one that they threw under the bus. And then they're like, you're real. They're like, we came because we didn't think you were real. And it was funny because then they sit there and go, who do you think is catfish? Who do you think is catfish? 100% Carol's a catfish. That's funny. It gets addicting. There's a there's a um, so I like my reality shows more as competitions. So like singing shows, singing shows, talent. Like a talent competition, singing shows, dancing shows, that kind of thing. So we started watching one show that I think is on CBS called Come Dance With Me. And basically it's 
um, these kids who are, you know, they're, you know, they're fucking trained to dance. They're dancers and shit, but they come on the show and they have to dance with their parents who are not dancers. Oh, that sounds fun. Here's the funny part. One of the guys looked familiar and I'm like, why does this guy look familiar? Oh, because he's the drummer of Limp Biscuit. Sam. John. John Otto. Yeah. He How old are the kids? What's the age range of the kids? Like, you know, like between like. Dan- t- t- like teenagers or. No, 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 no. We're talking like young kids, like, you know, like maybe like seven to 12, maybe. Around that, that, uh, that age range. So they, that they go on the, sh- they go on the show. They, uh, they have to dance with their non-dancing, um, parent and they <laughs> have to, you know, like dance so it's it's pretty cute it's pretty like i might have you know, to that harmless that cute yeah um the the uh the uh there's three uh, judges one's like uh, jenna dewan yeah the other one's like a trisha something or other who's a choreographer and then this other guy who's a dancer who's very flamboyant with his fans and like you know that you did well if he pulls out his fan and shit um <laughs> But yeah, it was pretty funny that he was on there and shit. Um, so yeah, we we we've been watching that one. That one's pretty cute. All right, I'm gonna have to watch it. Alex Frank. Yeah. Yes. Um, I found a show. Oh my god, I found a a show on HGTV. There's two shows I I found that I'm obsessed with. One of them's called um, Reno. Redo. <laughs> it's a, it's a show where she does renovation to your house without a remodel without like knocking down walls you know what i mean like mm. reno what's it called reno no demo reno no demo maybe that's what it's called um but i love it because it just proves to me that it's like you know she'll go in there and for like anywhere from 30 to 50 g's it's like you got a brand new fucking kitchen bathrooms family room you know she just does all the cosmetic shit like um she might rearrange her kitchen to make it work a little bit or you know she's replacing the countertop she's repainting the the uh cabinet doors or the ugly ass fireplace or whatever or she's gonna fucking move these cabinets from you didn't want from here but you wanted a laundry room so now that you know she's reusing as much stuff as possible she'll sell what you're not going to use to try and get more money out of it but it's like, I love that every one of these people walk in going, it's like a whole new house. And it's like, and you only spent like, you know, half the money of, a, you know, not even half the money of a whole new house. But I mean, like, yeah, without, you know, without knocking down, it's like she can do so much without knocking down any walls. It's like, look, all shit really, as long as you have the layout that you like, it's like half the time, all you need is like paint, fucking flooring, brighten shit up, you know? And it's yeah. like, bam, look, whole no new maintenance. house. Low yes. maintenance. So it's like, I love, I like that show. And then. <laughs> Retta from Parks and Recs hosted a show on HGTV called The Ugliest House in America. (laughs) Uh. So she goes to each region of the country and she visits three house, three or four houses. I don't remember. Here's the shitty thing is out of the whole like 12 houses, they only pick one, the worst one, and they get the $150,000 makeover. Mm. But so I'm like, okay, so show me the West version. So they showed this house in um, Delano, California. It was an 8,000 square foot house. They had this jungle thing. Okay, so this guy, <laughs> he 
the guy who bought it, he worked on it 20 years ago when it was with another owner. And then it came up for sale and he bought it like sight unseen, but just because he remembered the house. It had like this, it's in Delano, which is fucking hot anyway, right? It's like, might as well be Bakersfield. And mm. they made their dining room like a greenhouse. <laughs> oh. She's like, it is 89 degrees in the dining room. But with this big old jungle theme, some of the trees were real, some of them weren't. And then it had a waterfall going down it. So the guy bought the house because he Whoa. loved the waterfall, but the waterfall didn't work anymore. Oh. And it was just like, the shit in this house is just fucking crazy. So it like, and then like, they're like, oh, do you want to see the bar? The bar area had wine barrels, but like the giant ones, like you could walk in, not like oh. the normal ones. And there's this giant wine barrel. And she's like, what is this? She goes, oh, guess. And you walked around the other side and there was a TV built in it, but it was like a 1976 television. They're like, oh, but the whole thing swivels. So you could see the TV from whatever angle, but it was this giant. <laughs> oh my God. So it was like, it was like before wall mounts. <laughs> Way, and, way and before flat screen TVs. You, I mean, like, okay. And then you went up into the bedroom and it was like, you know, there was a platform where the heart shaped bed used to be. <laughs> oh. And then she's like, what are these saloon doors? There was an entire full size kitchen built adjacent to the master. Like, we're talking industrial size walk in fridge. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, the listing of the house, they're like 8,000 square feet, three jungles, two kitchens, three jungles. <laughs> they're like one kill room because I had this one like it's like a workshop. She's like, that's like a kill room. This house was just fucking hilarious. Um, that's funny. It it didn't win. The one that ended up winning, they were called it the house with no secrets because this house had. No secrets. Well, it had 28 fucking bit cameras in the house and every goddamn room was a camera in the corner. Jesus. It had just like nasty ass, like um, sunken tile, hot tubs with cameras pointed at it. I'm like, she literally had like, stop looking at me, swan. Like the swans. <laughs> he goes, that's the only thing I like in this bathroom. So she set, they kept the two swans and changed the whole fucking bathroom because they're like, because it's gross. It, another platform bed situation with the camera facing like the platforms. And then like all the carpet was like, white but they try it's almost like they painted this black border around it and then tracked the black everywhere else on the fucking carpet because she's like, she's like what happened to this carpet she's like i have no idea some dad bought this house for his daughter as a graduation present and the daughter's like this house makes me so uncomfortable i can't even live here it was just so disgustingly oh. <laughs> gross it was just so gross it was so funny shit i almost wish all the houses got the makeover but it's pretty much a whole show of just looking at horrible houses <laughs> that's funny which just makes me laugh because when I'm looking, I, lo I love looking at houses. Like every night when I watch TV, I'll just open Redfin and look at houses and stuff. And it cracks me up because I'll be just sitting there. I'm like, ew, 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 ew. you know? Or oh, <laughs> no, like, no. Blue tile wall to seal in floor was a good idea. Or ceiling to floor was a good idea. Oh, no, no. Fucking hilarious. No. <laughs> um, We're still watching MasterChef Junior. Yep. We're watching that one. Um. Oh, it was a bunch of new shit started this week for me. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, RuPaul's, no, RuPaul's the next week. The Challenge All-Star started this week. We haven't watched that yet. Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. First episode this season, one of the girls, True Life, real, I mean, well, it's, all, it's reality. It's supposed to be happening in True Life. One of the girls um, was a victim of a home invasion this summer. 
Eesh. Yeah. Her, she had flown to her, her husband's British. Hello, governor. They were in over in the UK for some wedding and she came back early with her kids and he stayed there for a couple more days to visit family. Mm-hmm. While she was home there with her kids that night, she woke up to the door opening of her room and she goes, I thought it was one of my kids until I see a bigger person standing there. Oh, no. Um, oh, and they showed all the security. They had it on security footage. No. They showed the security footage of them like breaking um, the sliding glass door is how they got uh. in. She's like, they held a gun to my head. She goes, I literally thought this is how I was going to die. She goes, I thought this is how me and my oh kids' my life's going to end. Goes, but she told them that they're like, where's the bags? Where's the watches? She goes, I- I'll tell you where everything is. Just don't kill me. Yeah. Just leave and us so the alone. they fit whatever they could in her comforter. And they had the videos of them walking out with comforters full of shit. And one of the guys said, yelled to the other guy, just shoot her already. Oh, my God. And she was begging for a life. And then when they'd taken everything, she goes, please, just please don't take my cell phone. And one of the guys goes, count to 40. I'm going to leave your cell phone at the gate when we leave. And they had on security footage. You could see him set her cell phone down when they leave. I was like, holy shit. They actually did that for her. And they saw you saw the cell phone. But there so blinking. she's got a security camera. So she has a, 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 some sort of security system in this house that I'm assuming, right? Yeah, she had cameras everywhere. I mean, like I said, they they broke in. I think it was like a silent alarm situation because they'd been there for a while. And she told them, you better leave because you're going to get busted. Like people are on their way kind of thing. And she was trying to help them just so they wouldn't kill her at that point. Right. At that point, she's just trying to, like, you know, appease them so she can. Jeez, man, that's awful. Yeah, it was it was crazy to kind of see in the um uh the the footage that they had from it and and stuff like that. You know, it was like oh, damn, that's that's, awful. It's, it's sad. And then you know, her husband wasn't even in town. You know, so yeah, you know, he had flew back, and you know, I mean, to not be there and stuff like that. You know, oh yeah, it's heartbreaking. Cra- yeah, totally. You got to take that fucking flight by yourself, like paranoid that like, what are you coming home to? Are these people? You know. Yeah, luckily the kids. Were, didn't even wake up they had no idea i mean they were young they're like i think the oldest one was probably like five or six wow and she had two kids and it's like she she said luckily they didn't wake up they don't even know what happened you know besides when the police came after the fact and stuff always like that. always have your fucking alarm on man i want to say even when uh, you're home yeah like i said maybe it was a silent alarm or something but silent alarms what silent alarms do is they're they're supposed to like contact the cops like right but if, if if oh here's it because I was like what happened says so it Dariq explains why her alarms were off the night of the home invasion oh I guess she answered that question hmm. a lot of questions come with the viewers about the surveillance video shown why wasn't your security system working she goes I have small children right I get up in the middle of the night and usually and they usually come into my room if I put the alarm on. If, and the reason why I don't or I haven't before is because they could drift downstairs, then the alarm would go off. So basically her kids, I guess, were setting off the alarm from inside, which is oh. why she turned it off. OK, but that makes no sense because these alarms have different modes. So there's, uh, you know, away mode, there's home mode, home mode locks the house down. But if there's moving movement in the house, it doesn't trigger it off. Away mode is if there's enough nobody in the house and something moves, then go off. Maybe she had a shittier version of alarm. 
Well, if she's a fucking so-and-so from Beverly Hills, she needs to fucking upgrade her shit because that's stupid. Uh, yeah, you would think so. And then, like, she was at, she went over to her friend's house, one of the girls on the show the next night, and all the girls came over, and her husband was flying home, and he went there to meet her, and it's like, at one point, this girl's house she was at has German shepherds. The dogs started barking, and she's like, why are the dogs barking? She kind of freaked out. You know, why are the dogs barking? Like, some is somebody here, you know? Yeah. And they were like, calm down. She's like, it's okay. I have security. You know, she, and like this girl lives in Bel Air. And she was already, her house was already robbed once. Hmm. They weren't home, but she, she's like, I have security. You know, it's like, don't worry about security here. Jeez, <laughs> like, man. Yeah. That's um, crazy. This, why this woman who got robbed, her husband is a entertainment manager and manages Boy George, and he works with um, one of the guys who used to be at the firm. Katz, Peter Katzis works with him, and I. Everyone's. Oh, all, he does. Everyone's all these people on the show would throw a party, and I would see Pete at the party on the show. Oh my God, what does Pete look like in in this day and age? The same. That's crazy. <laughs> and I'd hit up Rachel, going, "Hey, PK's on uh, Housewives again." <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I days. thought that was sad. I'm like, oh, that that's. That said, it's like, well, you yeah. know, well, don't flaunt what you have on social media. Then well, maybe if, people won't want to rob you. Or if you're going to, then fucking set your shit up and have proper alarms, man. Like, come on, man. Come on. That just makes me angry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Then we're watching. We finished Russian Doll. Haven't finished it yet. I got to go back to it. I like the first season better. It's funny because we blew through the second season and we went, I'm like, that seems like the end. We're done. That was it. We're done. We blew through that pretty quick. Yeah, because they're only like 30 minutes anyway. So they yeah. they go by really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to get back to that one. Did you start the second season? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I couple, have not. I'm a couple in. I think we're going to go watch Ozark now, the final season, because they find like when they released it, it was only the first half. I'm like, fuck hmm. that. That pisses me off. Yeah. And then I guess the second half has come out. The fucking dad sent us a Snapchat of Ozar. And I'm like, I had to snip through it because I'm like, what is that new? We're not caught up. Don't you? He's like, oh, sorry. It's the second half. I'm like, no, we haven't even finished. We're, we're not there yet. Uh, yeah. Never seen it. It's pretty good. If you like a, if you like, you know, a crime dramas. Sometimes. I mean, ba I like Bateman and he's he's really good in this because, you know, a lot of times we're seen as a, in a comedic role. Yep. And this is a he's a, a money launderer one. for the mob. Yeah, he's good. And Laura Linney's great. I it's think he's got something good, to do with it, too. No, he might have. Yeah, he might producer or something like that. Some shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a good it's it's a good show. Oh, and the fucking the girl that plays Ruth is like she's like been the breakout star from this whole fucking show. Hmm. She's the one that played the inventing Anna character. Oh, uh, fucking Anna Sorkin. Yes, great actress. Sweet, great That's little cool. actress. Good yeah. for her. And and this this role of that she plays in is like it's a great. It's um actually it's like now I'm thinking about like there's a lot of good roles. I'm like her whole hey, family's great. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. And there's oh I'm like then there's the Snells. Yeah, it's a, it's a good it's a good one. It's a good one. It's like a like a Sopranos. You know, if you like Sopranos, you'd like it. I think. Okay. That kind of thing. He's good. He's good. <laughs> He's good. Anyway. Yes. All right. 
I, I don't know what I'm going to do today. If it's not too hot to go in my garage, I'm going to go do that. Otherwise, uh, I got too much to do today. I don't know. I'm not going to leave the house, that's for sure. It's too no, hot. I'm definitely leaving the house today. Where's your family? My my ladies are in mm-hmm. Orange County. Mm. My my wife's getting her hair did, and um, my mother-in-law is taking a little home slice to like some adventure thing for, for a while, and then they're going to come home, and then we have some friends coming over. Noise! So I gotta I gotta go get the propane tank filled. Uh, I want to make a couple runs, you know. Maybe go to Home Depot, Bed Bath Beyond, make a nice little Saturday out of it. Yep, one hundred percent. I'm gonna fucking hank the tank today. Oh, uh, well, what the fuck are we gonna watch next week? I don't know. Let's watch something light. That fucking. Um... Uh, uh, what about that Keenan? Oh, okay. The bubble on Netflix. The, the bubble. Let's, Let's do the bubble. That. There we go. We'll watch that the bubble. Good. Okay. All right. Cool. Say that Nick Cage movie came out, but I don't know where it is or. I no, I, yet, I, so. I think it's 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 just out in theaters. theater situation. Yep. Oh, you wanted me to remind you that I ran across a video this week of where a friend I learned that apparently the Sir Mix a Lot song "Baby Got Back" was written about J Lo. Baby Got Back is about J Lo. That's crazy. Um, JLo performed at some kind of award show that was honoring her and she was dancing to a mix of songs and she started to dance to this song. It, she was dancing to this song in her routine mm-hmm. and people showed Nicki Minaj in the audience because, you know, she did her version Anaconda off baby yeah. back and tried to make it look like Nicki was pissy that JLo was dancing to the song, tried to make beef out of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ain't no beef. Make Nikki got respect. Fucking baby got back was written about J Lo anyway. Oh, like, really? Um, so I googled it, and um, Sir Mixlot says baby got back was inspired by J Lo. That's crazy. From yeah. 1992. Uh, I, don't even rem- I don't remember what what J Lo looked like in '92 at this. She was point. a fly girl. Oh shit, that's right. He said that J Lo inspired him to write the song. Uh, he uh, apparently rappers inspired from Jenny from the yeah when she was a member of the Fly Girls on Living Color. That's fucking crazy. That's hilarious. Now that's we a know. good that's a good trivia note. Yep. Well, there you go, J Lo. Yeah, you have every fucking right to shake your ass to that song. Yep. And you know, I don't know how old you are now, but you still got a great ass, girl. Oh shit! I mean, man. she's what fifty something. Looking that fucking fabulous. I know she's let's, older than me. Let's look up J Lo. Um, wow. Okay, she was born in '69. She is 52 years old. You fucking go, girl. Not looking like no 52 year old I've ever seen. You go, girl. I, I I think of people that age, and I think of like Golden Girls, and then you you see someone <laughs> like J Lo, and you're like, wait, what? The fuck are they putting in the water in these days? <laughs> crazy all right so we're watching the bubble next week sounds good all, all right, right then all good right squad. episode one where are we 149 Ooh, 149 150 next week 150 oh uh. birthday all right bye X out bye